As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz available with digital light technology. So smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour on this Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. The Hall of Famer Dick Vitale will join us. Awesome, baby. People always would ask me, is Dickie V really like that? And I said, no, he's not. When he was on the air, when the red light came on, Dickie V knew how to be Dickie V. But then when he wasn't on the air, he very quiet. Uh, and... You know, he he was able to tap into Howie Schwab, stump the Schwab, and and Howie was, you know, the most knowledgeable sports guy I've ever been around. And Dick would be able to ask Howie questions about certain teams, certain players, and if Howie didn't know it, which was rare, then he would certainly find that information for Dickie V. But, you know, when you think about, and I don't want to do Mount Rushmore, but I just want to talk about the growth of ESPN back in the 80s. It starts with Chris Berman. Because what Berman was doing, it was different than your local sportscaster. Because if you're old enough to remember a sportscaster, you know, the guy was there Monday through Friday or the weekends, they might get three or four, five minutes at the most to deliver the local sports. This was national. And this was a half-hour show or an hour show and doing all of the highlights. We got to do all of the highlights of all the games. And then Chris... Drop the hammer with all of those nicknames. It just never been done before. Now, the person I would probably bring up who was a similar type local personality was Warner Wolf in New York City because Warner had a style and, you know, let's go to the videotape. And I, I, I think that he was really important. I don't, there were a lot of great local sportscasters and I don't mean to diminish that role, but once 
you know, cable sports came along, it did diminish that role because you really had to go local because ESPN was carrying everything national and showing those highlights. And, and Chris was there. Um, you know, Ted Turner used to have a poster. I was cable before cable was cool. And this is when Ted started WTBS and, uh, you know, Channel 17. And Chris was uh, cool before cable was cool when it came to sportscasting. And then you had Dick Vitale. And just those two, those two personalities, that was, that was huge for ESPN. Because getting college basketball is what put ESPN on the map. They got the Big East. That put them on the map. Big Monday was big. And then... You had, you know, Chris Berman doing the highlights. And there were a lot of other talented people there. But, but Chris was, the, he was a larger-than-life personality there. And Dickie V has carried and continued that passion of loving college basketball. Um, that's what he's known for. He just signed a two-year extension. So uh, great admiration for what Dick has meant to the sport and uh, also the millions and millions of dollars he's helped raise for the V Foundation. Yes, Paul. Dick Vitale began, began at ESPN in 1979. It was the first year they had college basketball rights. Vitale called ESPN's first ever NCAA basketball game that was broadcast. Wisconsin at DePaul, December 5th, 1979. And this is when ESPN used to have the early rounds of March Madness, and Bob Lee was the host with Dickie V, and Bob was so good at landing planes because that's what it is where you're going from one game to the next and going from that game out to some, some other uh, location. And Bob was just, you know, so good at doing that and played well off Dick Vitale. And Dickie V had the catchphrases, you know, PT Peer, you know, awesome baby. Uh, but having Chris Berman and, uh, and Dickie V, I mean, I, that's why I wanted to go there. It was 24 hour sports. And uh, I was working at CNN at the time and, we were just a sports department in an all-news network, and I thought, that's where I want to be. And to be able to do those highlights, my first show was with Chris, uh, to be around Dickie V. Uh, so I was very, very fortunate in my 18 years there that uh, they were there as well. Yeah, McLovin. I actually just looked up a list of non-hosts who had an impact on sports. There were some good ones. Um, uh, Mel Kuyper is a big one. Yes. Uh, Peter Gammons yep. is a big one. Yep. Uh, they list Tim Kirchin as one, but the, and they go through Mortensen, like all those guys sort of. I mean, obviously those aren't Mount Rushmore stuff guys, but there are a lot of contributors who weren't everyday people, right? Well, we were trying to get established. We wanted the networks, we wanted the TV critics, the media to recognize us in what we were doing. And for a long time, you know, I, I think ESPN struggled to get noticed. We We had a strong following, but it was a smaller following. It was kind of a almost a fraternal type feel. But those who were loyal were extremely loyal. We just wanted to be viewed as more than just highlight guys or you're on that cable show. And then, you know, they eventually, it didn't matter whether they were going to recognize uh, recognize us or not. They had to deal with us because ESPN was, you know, going to blow everybody else away. But uh, Mel Kuyper, what he was doing when he was doing it, and he was doing something different. Uh, and ESPN back then wasn't afraid to do something different. And when you think about the draft analysis, Mel Kuyper created that. Yes, McLovin. I feel like Peter Gammons is the original insider for all yeah. sports. You know, like, I know... Well, uh, um, 
Oh, I know there were other ones. Will McDonough is one of the first insiders because he was Boston Globe football writer, uh, Sean McDonough's dad, and he would do NBC's pregame show, and then he would have inside information. And Peter Gam, I mean, Boston Globe, that sports section, that Sunday sports section, oh, that was heaven. Because you were, what you were reading, you were reading something you weren't getting other places, whether it was baseball, football, Bob Ryan, Peter Gammons, and Will McDonough. Baseball, football, basketball. Yes, McLovin. All the SI writers, too. Lee Montville, I think, DeFord. Yes. Maybe not DeFord, but Lee Montville was a big writer there. Yeah. And, and, uh, but, but, you know, Peter was an insider, and we treated him as such, that, you know, Peter would get information, and, you know, we would set him up, and he'd knock it out of the park. And same with Dickie V. Dickie V got information as well, became an insider uh, of sorts. But uh, we'll talk to Dickie V. And uh, I'm happy for him. Hopefully uh, healthy and happy where uh, he's signing a two-year extension. We got uh, Final Four Saturday. I was looking at, you know, this next couple of weeks. You got the women's Final Four tonight. You had baseball's opening day yesterday. Saturday, men's Final Four. Sunday, the women's national title game. Monday, the men's national title game. A week from uh, yesterday, first round of the Masters. Four weeks from yesterday, the NFL draft. One month from yesterday, the Kentucky Derby. Uh, PGA Championship coming up. NBA playoffs start May 22nd. I love it. And it's not like you go, oh, that's way too much, or how am I going to find time? Hey, where we were last year at this time, make time. Find time. Because, you know, we know, we, we know what was happening last year at this time. April, dead. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. McLovin, uh, update the poll results. Okay, so would you rather have the UNC job or a pro job, a mid-level pro job? 75% now say the UNC job. You want to switch it up a little yeah. Final Four? Maybe. How about who's going to come out of this weekend? Is it too obvious that uh, we were just debating on the basketball court? Is it going to definitely be Gonzaga, Baylor? Not that you can predict this. Uh, it feels like it's going to be that. But, but you know, I just, I'm just i envisioning what Tuesday is going to be like. Let's say Gonzaga runs the table and they win. What that is going, the reaction is going to be. Because you're, you know, we want to make these arguments and it's hard to make these arguments, you know, generational arguments. We do this with basketball. Well, this guy is better than that guy. Well, that guy played 30 years ago. He should be better than that guy. And then you're going to get probably this comparison or argument. Well, Gonzaga, how would they do against uh, Indiana in 1976? I I have no idea. You know, today's player, is today's player better? Well, today's player is more athletic, but I, I we're so quick to move to the, the end line instead of enjoying the run and, and enjoying the moment there. If Gonzaga goes undefeated, enjoy it. But you'll, you'll have the generational argument of, well, how would they have done against uh, Bill Walton's UCLA Bruins? I don't know. I mean, would they have somebody to guard Bill Walton? No. But, you know, back then UCLA wasn't shooting. They didn't have the three-point shot. Like, I don't know. That's why it's tricky when you, you want to make these arguments and you want to go, you know, how great is Gonzaga? Well, you know, they didn't – North Carolina down year, Duke a down year, Kentucky a down year, Indiana a down year, Michigan State a down year. Okay. I got 
Okay, what's Gonzaga supposed to do? Uh, you know, we should lose one or two games because we shouldn't be mentioned with the 1976 Indiana Hoosiers. You go undefeated? Congratulations. You, you, hopefully they will be recognized as one of the great teams of all time, and rightfully so. But it, it, it is an interesting moment with college basketball, and maybe this is just an aberration. You know, Roy Williams is stepping down. Uh, you know, Duke had a down year. Kentucky, you know, all of these powers, the Blue Bloods, and if you're Gonzaga, man, just keep reloading. You know, don't let anybody up for air. Uh, you know, they see the style you play, that you are churning out a one and done. You're churning out pros. Be a bully. You know, <laughs> go after them. You know, you got them down, keep them down. But uh, it should be a big story if they're able to go undefeated. Gonzaga is averaging 88 points a game in the tournament, shooting 53%. UCLA is averaging 73 points, shooting 43%. So doesn't seem like a fair matchup there, but uh, sometimes looking at your scoring margin, just how great are you in your era is what I would look for. But if you said, you know, how good is this team compared to others? It's generational. I can give you my thoughts, having seen these games, seen these teams, but I'm enjoying Gonzaga and the run here. Uh, let's see. Paul in Iowa joins us. Hey, Paul, what's on your mind today? Hey, guys. Last hour you were talking about uh, basketball books that you would like to be written. And a book that I would just devour immediately. I haven't got a title for it. It's Jailblazers, Dress Codes, and Malice, the era that almost destroyed the NBA. All right. Post-Jordan, there was nothing positive going on for a few years. Yeah, Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Uh, we were talking to Jeff Perlman because HBO has uh, now greenlit a series based off his book about the Showtime Lakers. And it's it's going to be probably less about basketball, actual basketball play, and more about just the relationships of you know what went on during the Showtime Lakers. Yeah, McLevin. Totally random. I watched an NBA classic game with Arvita Sabonis and Rashid Wallace and Brian Grant on the Blazers. Yeah. I feel like that team would roll today. They were very big and athletic and... No three-point shooters, though. Well, Sabonis was plotting. Yes. Like, he, he had great hands, good passer, but, you know, if if Sabonis was five to seven years younger, then it would be different. Uh, little Joker, uh, Jokic there? Yeah, kinda, yeah. But a little thicker by the end. Yes, he was probably Jokic. Well, he was Jokic before Jokic. Uh, like, we didn't know what the European player was back then. Yeah. Um, but he came over at age 31, and I remember meeting him at the airport in Atlanta. The Hawks were trying to sneak him in, and they sent me to do an interview with Sabonis at the airport because the Hawks were hoping they could bring over Sabonis because they had seen him in like the Goodwill Games or something, and, and they wanted to bring him in. But Sabonis, first of all, he's a massive guy. But you could tell where his knees were not great. And uh, you were getting him past his prime. But he still showed glimpses of being a wonderful... He understood the game. And uh, so you can see sort of some of the traits that you see with the Joker now. You know, Sabonis uh, had that. Uh, Let's see. Anything else? uh, uh, Frank in Atlanta. Hi, Frank. What's on your mind today? 
Hey, Mr. Patrick, six foot, buck eighty, sneaky fat. All right. Uh, we still miss you here, by the way. Well, thank you, Frank. You were talking earlier about the MMA match, and that I, I guess I'm like my loving. I, I just looked away from the screen because I didn't want to see those pictures. But if there were like an MMA UFC style octagon match between the Danettes, <laughs> who do you think would be the last man standing? All right. Well, thank you, Frank. Um, who's the last guy standing? Well, who's the first guy out? Does anybody <laughs> tap out before they're even, you know, down on the uh, the mat? McLevin, do you tap out? I don't want to be in this. First of all, I have like all these broken, but I don't know. I don't want to do it. It just grosses me out. Imagine if being in an arm bar and all that. What yeah. about you, Todd? If I'm not out first, I'm a very close second being knocked out of that group. Got a lot of frustration. I, I do, but I'm not built for longevity. No rules. <laughs> and that, and that, uh, no, yeah, I know there's no, no rule, rules. but uh, no and rules. I think the front row, right. I think just the competitive nature of the front row alone, plus just you know that that will to win at all costs, that should get to one of them towards the uh, towards the finish line. Thank you, Todd. Um, I'd probably go Paulie. No, because Paulie's wrestled before. <laughs> well, <laughs> then you wouldn't go with me. I was like one in seven at freshman year. Yeah, but you won one. I, I think the guy passed out, and I laid on top of him. <laughs> yes, McClellan. Todd could be a late-career George Foreman. Just stand there and slug you with those left-handed I can guns. deliver a few blows. I don't think I can take Not one. long. Not long. That's you would be gassed after 15 seconds. Breathing heavy. Yeah. But, but, but you would get one punch in the stomach, I'd probably be You'd down. be mouth-breathing. <laughs> yes, Seton. See, I think we're, we're underplaying a couple of things here. Okay. I think um, Paul and Andrew work out like three days a week together. Yeah. So, one, they're actually lifting weights, which is different than just about everybody else who's in this contest. Um, and I think if Todd just gets knocked right out right away, I think the two of them, there's no way I'm going to beat either one of those dudes. So I think it really comes down to Andrew and Paul are going to be the last two mm. to survive. And I think, I think that Paul has got some fighting ability, but we might be underappreciating Andrew's size and... Also, possibly him just finally letting out some things. Yeah, hidden rage. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. A little bit of a hidden rage there that's also being underappreciated. That once that fury is unleashed, I feel very badly for Paul in this situation. Yes, Paul. I, I kind of agree. Andrew, because he's an Ivy League guy and wears glasses and Argyle sweaters, he does not seem intimidating. But he's a strong guy and he's tall and he might be a good fighter and we don't know it. Yes, McLeod. Can I just take a step back to something Seaton said that I just want to take exception to? Okay. Paul and I don't work out together. I mean, that sounded a little bit like Boogie Nights. Yes. Oh, now you're yeah, turning on me. Yeah, oh, yeah, see? yeah. Like, that sounded like, uh, like John C. Riley and Boogie Nights. Hey, I don't I'm a, know. There are some Boogie Nights qualities to the yeah. workouts that are done. Yeah, it's Thomas Jane and, yeah. How One much, more rep, Andy. One, One more rep. How much can you bench? Me? No, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite line in the movie. I want you to keep Now, Paul and I are in the same gym doing pliability exercises together. That's not like a Gold's Gym workout. The quote yesterday was, hold on, buddy, I'll be right there. <laughs> it was, uh, it feels like a workout together. It was Swolder Day. You got to hit, hit the shoulders. It was Swolder Day. You need a spotter. You need a consistent spotter. Okay, but you two are out there working out together. <laughs> you guys are. See, and there's like Def Leppard blasting. Yeah. It's, a, it's a scene. It is. It is. Yeah. It's cool. It's good. No, now people are going to wonder, like, why are you guys so skinny then if you're out there lifting weights at Def Leppard? You're wiring. It's called being cut. You're wiring. 
Oh, guess who just got a lifetime contract? Basketball coach got a lifetime contract. And I don't know if you can say he deserves it. Mark Oh, I was going to say Mark Few. Nope. This guy just got a lifetime contract. Um, he's been in the news. Uh, not always good news. Rick Patino at I- Iona? No. <laughs> no. Wait, was that just a clue? Jim Beheim? You went. No, no, no. Uh, same number of letters, first name. Same number of letters, last name. Chris Beard. Wow, lifetime deal. With you. <laughs> he just got the job. Win nice. a game first. Christoph Win a Beard. game for the long ones first before you get my whole lifetime. <laughs> Scott Drew with one T, Scott? I don't know what. No. Lifetime contract in the news. Com- controversy. Surprised that he wasn't fired. Bill or, Self. Bill Self, come on down. A lifetime contract from Yay. the Jayhawks. Yay. Maybe he can coach football, too. Might as well just lump him in there and have him coach both. Should we rock chalk that up to a mistake okay. by the administration? Is that a good idea? That would be a chalk, chalk off. off. Chalk off. Thanks for helping me out. Just waiting for you to. Chalk off. Chalk. Chalk, chalk off. Rock chalk, chalk off. off. Thank you, Todd. Uh, let me take a break here. Dick Vitale will join us coming up next. Wow. Yeah, Bill, Bill Self got a life, lifetime deal. If you would have said it was a lifetime ban would have been like what you'd bet on a year ago. I, You're right. I mean, just because of the, the stuff in I the know. NCAA swirling around. A lifetime contract. Wow. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. We read the language just now, and yeah. it makes no sense. He has a five-year deal that renews at the end of every year, meaning he can renew it as long as he wants. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. Dick Vitale will join us coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show, 21 after the hour. We got four Traegers fired up. And I'm looking right now outside the grilling area, Traegerville, I like to call it. And uh, we got Brussels sprouts. Bacon Brussels sprouts. Bacon Brussels sprouts. I want to make sure Paul is not afraid of the, he doesn't like the regular Brussels sprouts. Pigs in a blanket, steak. And garlic mashed potatoes. Yes, Paul. If Fritzy will lift weights with me every day next week, I will eat a full <laughs> plate of Brussels sprouts. I don't, you don't need to eat a full plate. I want you to try it and not just be grossed out by Brussels sprouts. We purposely put the bacon in there so that you'll enjoy it. You know what I have right here? I have my uh, my smartphone here. I can control. Hold on. I can go to the Traeger grill right now. It doesn't work like that. You yes, can't it do it does. with your phone. Yes. How do you control a grill with a phone? It, it, I, I have the app here. That's amazing that it does that. Here, I got it right now. I can control. I could raise the temperature right now. I don't even know how to use my phone as a phone, and you're playing with the temperature. It's called Wi-Fi technology, the Traeger app. There's you know hundreds of recipes for you to download step-by-step. Step. They make it really easy. Learn more. Go to your local dealer or visit TraegerGrills.com slash show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app, 
or wherever you can get your podcast. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Amazing after a tough workout. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. It's like having a coach for a great night's sleep. And right now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. See store for details. I had heard of Dick Vitale when Dick was a coach, but something happened to my TV in December of 1979. It was Wisconsin against DePaul, and all of a sudden I hear 
Dick Vitale is the color analyst on ESPN and uh, the Hall of Famer, Dickie V, joining us on the program. Dick, good morning. What do you remember about that first game on ESPN? Well, I remember getting there real late, Dan. I had no idea that production meetings, nobody ever told me anything. It was like chaos. So I'm walking the streets of Chicago. Finally, I come to the game. This is a true story, Dan. I come to the game about 6, I don't know, 6.20, 6.30, and the producer's going nuts. He says, no iPhones in a day. He said, we've been trying to call the hotel, leave them out. I said, I haven't been at the hotel. I said, we're walking the street. I said, what's the big problem? So we got a game. I said, we got over an hour to go. What do I, I said, I'm just going to talk basketball. I had no clue what I was doing. Uh, guys talking in my ear. You know, they hired jocks like us out of the locker room, and the critics start critiquing. I was lucky in that era because we didn't have critics then writing all those columns but it worked out 42 years dad in a bank and i just signed an extension so i really i've been blessed i've been blessed man working with guys like you over the years and different colleagues that have helped me so much and i've been a lucky guy but did anybody try to make you a little more polished when you first started out you know not really i think they all told me basically uh, i remember scotty connell always telling me you know, you got three things. He was like trying to convince me not to go back coaching in college. I wanted to coach in college. That's where I belong. That's where I felt my enthusiasm belonged, not the NBA. And got the Ziggy in the NBA after 12 games my second year. And I was down. I was really depressed there. I, I tell you, I was sitting home uh, feeling sorry. If it wasn't my wife kicking me out of the house practically. When Scotty called me up to say, I want you to do our first game, uh, he heard about me because my last game as a college coach, we played number one Michigan in the Sweet 16 when it was in the University of Detroit, and they decided to televise the game. It was NBC, Scotty Connell, doing the game. I was in awe. John Wooden's the, the analyst. Kurt Gowdy, the legendary, <laughs> the play-by-play. And I, Dan, this is a true story. I called a meet, a, my team over. I asked Scotty, I said, can I have my, share a few words to my team about the two gentlemen doing our game? And I give a five-minute speech about how in sports we use the term greatness so often. I said, but this epitomizes greatness right here. Ten national championships, all kinds of Emmys in sports. Right? I said, I'm honored. I'm in my 30s then. People think I'm enthusiastic now. You should have seen me then. So we go out, and it was a big game for us because it was David Goliath. They wouldn't play us my first year there. We beat them and upset them, Michigan, with Campanella Russell. Remember him? Yeah. And we beat them. And after that, I couldn't get Johnny Gray to get him on a schedule. So my players, all that year, we won 21 in a row. We beat Marquette and two months later, won the national championship. We beat Arizona. We beat Michigan State. And my players would come in every day. Coach, coach, why can't we play Michigan? They're number one in the country. We're as good as they are. We play with those guys in the summer. I said, man, I don't want to hear it. They don't want to play us. I can't hear it. My assistant runs in after the season's over, and he hears that the pairings are out. And he comes running in my office, and he says, you're going to believe this. If we get to the Sweet 16, we play Michigan. Oh, my God, I called a team meeting. I got all the players down there. I said, you want Michigan? There they are. Well, we play that game, and we lose a heartbreaker. I was told later by Scotty that when I got fired by the Pistons and he called me up, I wrote your name down because Kirk County and John Wooden were leaving the arena. So I love that guy's passion and spirit. And he said, you should hire him, Scotty, on TV. So I just been named the head of a new network for remotes, hiring talent and all this. And he said, I'd like to hire you to do our first game. Oh, I said, well, who? 
and he says, ESPN. I sent him the true story there. I sent him ESPN. It sounds like a disease. What the hell's ESPN? Are you kidding me? And you know what? It's been a disease for me, and the four letters for me have given me a life that's exceeded any dream I ever had. What's the job you almost took to leave ESPN? Was there a head coaching job that you nearly left for? A job I was trying to get, nobody really knew it except one guy found out. They roasted me in Detroit, the universe, to make a lot of money. And I told them, if you roast me, I'm going to pick the roast. He said, Jimmy V was one of my guys I picked. So Jimmy V gets up now. He wants to be last. There's Abe Lemons, Jimmy V, Chuck Bailey. Uh, I had a hell of a cast. And we raised a lot of money. But Jimmy gets up to speak at the end. He made sure he said, I want to go last. He goes in his pocket. And he says, I want to read this letter to all you beautiful Titan lovers here in the University of Detroit about your coach here who you guys loved. He said, this is the letter. Dear Dick, we are sorry to inform you that we have decided to go in the way of hiring Jim Valvano as our next coach at NC State. He said, put this in your memory book. And he said he found, when he got the job there, he found that letter in the files and he wanted to make sure I had it. But uh, I, I don't think I would have got the job at all, but that was a job I was interested in. But you know what, Dan? I, I didn't know. I did not know what Scotty meant. You know the business better than I and media. I just happen to be a guy talk about the game. And, and the, the bottom line is, he used to always say to me, the first couple of years I was there, don't, you don't, don't leave this. He said, you got something that's rare. You connect with people, whether they agree with you or disagree, they're going to the water cooler. And I said, you know what Dick Vitale said about that team? And I didn't know what he meant. 1983, they assigned me ESPN, my first my first Final Four. I go there, Houston's playing down there, Jimmy V, Louisville, Georgia, and pictures, people coming up with pictures and autographs and all this. And I, I couldn't believe that. And Scott, he says, did I tell you, can I? That was the moment that I said to myself, you know what? I love what I'm doing. And right now, I'll tell you what, they can talk about Krzyzewski. They can talk about all these great coaches and their records. I got the best damn record 42 years. I haven't lost a game. <laughs> I have not lost a game. And I coach every team in America, UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina. <laughs> I coach them all. You got Gonzaga trying to go from, uh, you know, wire to wire here. And uh, I know we love to compare teams and generations. And, you know, to me, I just say enjoy this. If Gonzaga goes undefeated, enjoy seeing something you haven't seen in a long time. Um, why is it we want to – it feels like people want to diminish what Gonzaga could be attempting to do uh, by going undefeated. Why is that? Well, that's just sports fanatics. You know, sitting like when you argue, for example, a baseball player becomes great. How would he compare with Willie Mays? How would he compare with Mickey Mantle? That's just the way of life in sports. But I agree with you. Everything should be related to the era. Right now, they're the best of the best. And so somebody can prove, can put them on an L on their uh, register. I said before the season started, I said it during the season, and I said it basically before the tournament started, actually. I said, 32 and all is happening. They're just that good. Offensively, Dan, they execute so well. There's a stat that really impresses me. They lead the nation in assists, 18 per game. Know what that tells me, Dan? They're unselfish. They share the ball. They love playing with each other. And they're much better defensively than people believe. And then the cry you'll always get, well, who do they beat in their conference? Well, take a look what they beat pre-conference. Kansas blew them. They took them. They blew off them. They took out uh, uh, certainly Kansas, Virginia. My memory tells me Iowa blew them off. They can play. 
They can play. And you know what they got going as well? Nobody talks about. I think they're fresh because the conference wasn't as competitive as what you've seen in the Big Ten and these various conferences. So they come into the tournament, I think, physically a lot fresher than other teams. And they're just a dynamite team. Now, would they be the greatest team of all time? I don't think there's any shape or form that they would beat Lou Alcindor and UCLA. Because nobody, Lou Austin can take you, me, and take Todd Fritz, your guy, take Paul, and you know what? We got a chance, Dad. We got a chance. We're talking to Dick Vitale, the ESPN College uh, basketball analyst, uh, signing a two-year contract extension at the Mothership. Three years, Dad. Oh, three. Oh, oh, wow. I made a mistake. My bad. Uh, wait, did ESPN make the mistake that you signed a three-year or two-year? Or did I make That's the mistake? Right. I, uh, you know, you were right what you reported. It was an error there in the initial uh, uh, release. Press but, uh, release. Okay. It doesn't matter. Three okay. years. For, I hope I have another day tomorrow. I mean, when you're 81 years old, Dan, you just hope you have another day. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is why Roy Williams retired, but he had one of his star players who is uh, deciding to transfer, his seven-footer out of Georgia. Um, and this transfer portal was interesting with college basketball where do you th- where is the sport headed with the transfer portal we've seen this in football certainly with quarterbacks now with uh, basketball players and it's the worst thing that's ever happened to college basketball i just put up five tweets in a row today on twitter they go to dickie v they can see them five of them how it's really got me now to be honest with you i'm upset big time about it because first of all we're giving a bad message to kids Look, I understand some cases transfer should happen. Just like I put on Twitter, in real life sometimes, the best thing for the couple is the divorce. I mean, that's just the way of life. So sometimes a transfer is good. Then I'll hear the argument all the time. Well, coaches leave and they're eligible right away to play. Why shouldn't players? Well, it's not apples to apples, Dan. We got right now, today, today, 1,100 players in the transfer portal. You don't have 1,100 coaches. Come on. So here, I I got a solution for that problem. If a coach leaves or if he's fired, those players should be automatically eligible to transfer if that's their desire. So now you wipe that argument out. It's creating such chaos, no stability. It used to be years ago, you know, a player's not getting play in time, and you could understand it. But now we got starters. They won't want to be recruited again. All being chased and dined and won. And those going to get hurt the most in schools like Dayton, Detroit. They will get a player to rise to become a real star talent. You can guarantee word will get out to those kids. Hey, think about going to this school in the ACC or this school in the Big Ten. And kids are going to jump. I think we're teaching kids, hey, we're teaching kids to quit when things get tough. Life is tough. Life's not all smooth. Right now, we got a pandemic that cost us 600,000 lives. We've got people, friends of yours, friends of mine, lost their jobs. But you know what? you got to rally in tough times. They're teaching kids, oh, pack the bags, go. And if I were a coach today, you look at the kid the wrong way, he says, you I'm going to transfer portal. I just think it's the worst thing to hit college. And you know what? I had some calls yesterday from coaches. They're up to here with it. They're frustrated. You made a good point about Roy Williams. I certainly don't believe that's the only thing. But I got to believe. I remember remember talking to Roy about, oh, God, a month ago before doing one of your games. And we were talking on Zoom. And we talked about the transfer portal. 
and he's totally against it. I mean, it's, it's, it's just really not healthy for the game of basketball. It's just not healthy at all, and I don't think it's healthy for everybody involved. Mark Few has said, has told me that he's had players transfer to him. Sitting out the year yeah. was the best thing that happened to him, and then we became pros. They developed. What happened about developing players? Well, I don't know what's going to happen when we get rid of the one and done. Like, is basketball going to be better when we get rid of the one and done? You know, I, I, I'm just worried about the state of the game. And I think what we need in basketball, and I put this up on Twitter too, we need a czar. We need somebody representing college basketball, dealing with the NCAA, dealing with issues come up, dealing with the NBA about the one and done. And I got the perfect candidate. I mean, you can't get a better candidate. Jay Billis. Roy Williams. No, Roy Jay Williams. Billis. Well, Jay would be great, too. No, he's a lawyer. Yeah, But Jay isn't going to give up the luxury of TV for that. Roy <laughs> Williams, though, is available. Why would Jay give up working a TV? It's like stealing money working what we do. <laughs> uh, I, I would love to see Billis in that role because, you know, you got to listen to both sides. And, uh, you know, I always appreciate that Billis has a well-thought-out answer and I just don't think – I think that the NCAA is rudderless. There, there's, there's nobody guiding the ship here, and that's what concerns me, not just basketball, but sports you know, across the board. Dan, I, I agree with you a lot about Jay. Jay's a brilliant mind, does a great job. I mean, I, he's just not going to leave for something like that. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I have a real problem with something else. You, know, you got me today where I got fired up. Coaches out there have been allegations about cheating, about – transcript frauds, all those factors. This happened five years ago. It's been discussed since the FBI investigation has started, and no decision's been made. Mm-hmm. Here it is five years. When did they make decisions, the NCA? I don't understand. You know, talking they got to go to this committee, that committee. Give me a break. I mean, if you can't solve those problems within a year and a half, two years, there's something wrong something wrong with the system and the system's got to get fixed and they better get on this transfer portal thing we should know what dan i think by come july we'll have close to two thousand kids transfer it's every day you pick it up another kid is i'm going to transfer portal i'm going to get recruited again wow can you imagine dan you play a date and you're on a transfer portal they'll all be chasing you for that jump shot you had they they wanted me to get in the transfer portal, Dick. They, <laughs> they asked me to leave. That was the problem. Uh, hey, congrats uh, on the contract extension, and uh, always always great to talk to you, Dick. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And one last thing, if I could just say this to you, Dan, quickly. If people can help me raise money for kids battling cancer for the V Foundation, just go to dickvitale.com. They can make a donation. It goes to the V Foundation. So far, we raised $37 million, and I need a lot of help right now, especially with the pandemic. So go to dickvitale.com. Thank you, buddy. We'll take a break. Uh, We'll come back, close up shop after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. Now that warmer weather is here, it's time to take advantage of the Traeger Wood Pellet Grill, offering real wood-fired flavors. Set it, forget it. Wi-Fi connected convenience. A Traeger Grill will redefine the way you think about outdoor cooking. Pick up one at your local dealer today or visit TraegerGrills.com slash DP show to learn more. Dickie V looked great. He sounded great. And congratulations for uh, three more years uh, there at the mothership. And once again, uh, a special shout out to Howie Schwab, who's been alongside Dick for, I think, the first time that I saw Dickie V in the studio when I first got there was 1989, and Howie Schwab was there with Dickie V and uh, has been instrumental in Dickie V's success, certainly behind the scenes. Uh, Jeff in Detroit joining us. Good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What up, dog? 
episode one time for Chat Row. Shout out to the Backroom Bros, 1215 Podcast. Happy Meet Friday, guys. Excellent run of shows this week. That Carl Mandic situation, I had to walk outside. I cannot laugh at your show in public anymore, man. I, I can't listen to you when I'm in public. Because everybody knows when 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 Paulie says I know my man Dix and Seaton breaks out man Dix in the morning, I just lost it. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff in Detroit. Always good to hear from <laughs> Jeff in Detroit. Yeah, it's, it was it was kind of a wacky. I don't even know how to describe this week. We we're kind of all over the map a little bit. I thought it was kind of a loose couple of shows there, and I even said to the Paulie, I said, "Man, I don't know those good shows." And Paulie goes, "No, those are." People like to see when it goes a little bit off the rails there. As long as it doesn't go off the rails for like a week and a half, when it goes off the rails for like <laughs> eight or nine minutes and we get it back. Yeah, I don't know. It, that was a fun week. Yeah, but I'm the conductor. You know, so when we go off the rails, it's like, uh, choo-choo, I'm in trouble. Yeah see, yeah, see, you're a little too close to it. Yeah. You're a little too close to yes, it. Yes, no, and it's true. Because yesterday and the day before, I was a little bit bummed out at the end of the show. You know, we got done and I was like, man, I don't know. And then, you know. You know, when Fritzy tells me it was a good show, then I go, okay, I, I think that's a good thing. Well, there is loose bad and there's loose good. We had a couple loose goods this week. Yes, Todd. When, you, we, when we have those situations, everyone loves it because, as we do, it shows that everyone's fallible and we, you know, we're self-deprecating and a guest sometimes will... Do you have food in your mouth right I now? I don't, actually. I was chewing, but I'm done now. The uh, When a guest cancels or all of a sudden what we plan for a segment is, has to be thrown out the window, they like seeing behind the curtain. It's not a scripted thing, and we got to kind of spontaneously figure out how to get it back on track. Back to you. Thank you, Todd. By the way, the 1215 podcast, the Backroom Guys, guess who is joining? The Backroom Guys. Todd Fritz. No. Oh. No, he volunteers to. Todd walks by when they're doing the podcast, just hoping that they'll invite him in. I do like a little stand-up routine on the side. I'm like, oh. maybe they're going to give me a shot again. No. Mandick. Oh. Carl Mandick is joining the uh, Backroom Guys. It's a great booking, by Yeah, 1215 podcast. Uh, you can check it out at danpatrick.com. <laughs> yeah, if you want more Mandick, download this that podcast. That is the way to go. Yes. Carl Mandick, uh, one of our uh, listeners. The definitive interview. This yeah. is an exclusive. Yes, it is. This is a 1215 you know, exclusive. Oprah, Oprah got, uh, you know, the, the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. We got Mandick. <laughs> an explosive tell-all. <laughs> um, also, make sure you sign up to uh, the special sending in your picture for the calendar. You can be part of our calendar. Just uh, download the... Uh, Go to danpatrick.com, and then uh, you'll be part of the newsletter, and then you'll be able to submit your picture. That's all it is. Uh, something wearing uh, DP Show gear. And the uh, Penny Dog Biscuits, the Bang Biscuits are for sale as well. Uh, this day in sports history, polling. 1984, Big John Thompson became the first African-American coach to lead his team to the NCAA College Basketball Championship. In uh, 1985, the NCAA Rules Committee adopted the 45-second shot clock. Basketball had no shot clock college basketball before that. Remember the old North Carolina teams? Yep. Uh, then, let's see, the 2003. Corners. Yep. 2003, Alex Rodriguez of the Rangers became the youngest baseball player to hit 300 home runs. He beat Jimmy Fox's record by 79 days. Hmm. Okay. I, I saw Miguel Cabrera hit his uh, 350th career home run as an American leaguer. He, of course, was with the Marlins. The sixth highest batting average all time among American League players with at least 350 home runs. Number one on the list is Ted Williams. Number two is Babe Ruth. Then Lou Gehrig, Jimmy Fox, Joe DiMaggio. 
Miguel Cabrera. Stat of the day. Heck yeah. Stat of the day. Stat, stat, stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Final results of the poll question, McLovin. Which job do you want? The Charlotte Hornets or the North Carolina men's basketball? 78% UNC. All right. Let's go around the room. What we learn on today's award-nominated program, Todd? Dickie V got rejected for the NC State head coaching job. It went to his buddy Jim Valvano. And the fact that Valvano found that letter. McLovin? Jeff Perlman says the Lakers almost took Sidney Moncrief instead of Magic Johnson. Sidney Moncrief was a really good player. Certainly not Magic Johnson, but a Hall of Famer. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Getting a book optioned is far from getting a movie made. That is true, as Jeff Perlman talked about with Showtime. Paulie, what did you learn today? Jerry Tarkanian was one dead agent found in the trunk of a car away from getting the Lakers job. I don't know if it's exactly phrased that way, but I know what you're saying. I took my liberties. Yes, you did. Uh, Todd? To speed up baseball games, putting a runner on second base in extra innings is actually happening now in the regular season. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Make sure you remember to watch the Women's Final Four, Men's Final Four on Saturday, national title game on Sunday for the women. We'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey hey it's malcolm gladwell host of revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.